that maybe I like it here Or do I really like it here So I stay here Cause I have Good morning and welcome to The Real World on CITR 101.9 FM. Um, we're broadcasting live today from unceded Musqueam and Coast Salish territory here on the UBC campus in Vancouver. Um, Real World is the UBC Film Society's radio show where we try to connect with other clubs and campus organizations through film. So if you're at all interested in talking about your favorite movie or you have a group of friends that would love to talk about something, then um, definitely connect with us and we'd love to host you. Um, today is International Women's Day, Woo! Um, which is a special time here at CITR where we have eight hours of empowered content for you today. Um, and we're also closing up um, CITR's fun drive. So far we have $21,806.60 of our 40000 goal, um, but we still have you know, all day today to make that happen. Um, and tonight is the Fun Drive finale concert party event, everything you want it to be. Um, it will feature uh, music from Y Choir, Milk, um, Milk BB, and then Dame DJ's group. Um, there's also going to be a silent auction, and there's so many, so many cool prizes. Like, I don't have the full list, but there's really, really cool stuff. Um, and it's $10 in advance or $12 at the door and will be at Redgate Art Society on Main Street. So if you have nothing to do this lovely Friday, um, definitely head over there. And if you want to see, I don't know, the culmination of what's everything that's been happening in the past week here with us, um, yeah, definitely check it out. So, uh, today for... Our uh, International Women's Day episode, we decided to watch the film Mustang, which is from 2015 and directed by Denise Gamze Erguven, um, who is a Turkish filmmaker. Um, but she is, she lived in France also and went to French film school. Um, the, film, the film is co-written with Alice Winokur, who is, was also in her, in her class um, in film school in Paris. Um, yeah. What did, what do we think? First impressions. I'm going to be honest and say that I did not finish watching the movie. Clara! <laughs> That's okay. We can, yesterday. we can, uh, fill you in on it. And then I wikipedia did it just now and I was watching. So I'm about... How come? Um, like why I didn't yeah. manage to finish. Um, she fell asleep. Yeah. Oh, I was okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. Sleep I is important. Asleep. Never sacrifice your body and well-being. 
But anyway, so, I'm about yeah, an hour yeah. in. Um, and then I Wikipedia the rest of it, which was shocking. Um, I, yeah, I wonder how reading the synopsis is different than Yeah, so how did it. you guys feel about it? Um, I feel like maybe it'd be good to do a very brief, very brief plot, yeah. which I feel like yeah. is, well, is simple to talk okay, about. Yeah. Um, so it is about these five sisters, and they live in um, kind of a rural part of Turkey, and they're orphaned, but they live with their uncle and their grandma and some other relatives. Um, and after school ends one summer, they're like playing with these boys at the beach and you know, playing like chicken where you sit on someone's shoulders and attack the other people. Um, and some neighbor tattles on them and they get in really big trouble um, that they are engaging in inappropriate behavior for girls their age and that they shouldn't be, quote, pleasuring themselves on the boy on like the shoulders of boys, end quote. Um, and all this kind of like very, I don't know, ridiculous accusations. Um, so after that, the girls are kind of shut into the house and the um, the grandma and the uncle, they take them out of school and start putting up all these bars and gates around the house so that they can't really have access going in or out. Um, they dress the girls differently so they're not no longer wearing like normal clothes and dresses and t-shirts and tank tops and whatever, but they have to wear these kind of like brown sack dresses mm-hmm. that are very modest and very conservative. Shit colored that's what that's what they call them yeah um and yeah so they're basically just being groomed for marriage essentially and taught all of these like cooking skills and house skills um and I guess in the eyes of the grandma and the uncle like this is they have to do this to them to make them ready for marriage otherwise if they keep going on with their like behavior they're not gonna have a chance of being married which is obviously really important to them as a society um yeah, so it just kind of like gets exponentially worse and worse for the girls and the older ones start getting married off, um, leaving less and less siblings there. Um, yeah, and eventually the it was the youngest girl actually who devises this plan to escape and she just shows like a lot of courage and bravery, probably because she's watched her sisters like have to go through mm-hmm. so much as they get married. Um, and they escape her and then the next oldest sister so two out of five escape and they go to istanbul one of one of them <clears throat> of the five also commits suicide yeah um so there's like a lot involved and not just with like them being married but just i don't know the cultural pressure as a whole um the uncle is like really horrible and is definitely like abusing at least one of them if not more um so yeah, it's it's definitely a heavy movie, but I don't know. At the same time, I guess, and maybe this is where we can start, is like style-wise, mm-hmm. how it's very, you know, soft and yeah. so many shots of the girls like just lying together and all their limbs are tangled up. And a lot of the reviews that I read really um, praise it as a, as a good representation of like sisterhood mm-hmm. and despite you know situations being really dark or in really like intense plot parts of the film um there's always this kind of like carefreeness between them because between each other they don't have to worry you know about Mm -hmm. what they look like and what they say and things like that um I think that yeah that part of it is is really beautiful Mm -hmm. at first I was thinking maybe it was just like kind of superficial or just like very I don't know like just contributing to style rather than the overall content but I think it is really important that like they break up all of like the very heavy moments with these very intimate and like playful scenes Mm -hmm. between the girls um yeah I thought that was interesting yeah and it's interesting because it shows how they react to all these really like heavy things Mm -hmm. they sort of they can still sort of be playful and like interact like it doesn't really change the relationship between them that much right as far as I saw and I think yeah it was like that lightness that like made me not expect the rest of the plot in any way because mm-hmm. I basically got to the part where the first two got married um and that's where you sort of start to see some of like the restrictions coming in and stuff but um but because of like that sort of intimacy and lightness like I kind of 
was expecting the film to be about that. Um, right. And then I Wikipedia'd it, and yeah. Yeah, I think another, something I read, I don't remember where I read it about the film, though, is that so much of kind of the horrors of it happen off screen or that they're not shown. Um, mm -hmm. Like when we realize that the uncle is, you know, abusing one of mm -hmm. them and he kind of, the little sister wakes up and sees him leaving the room. Mm -hmm. And like we, we don't have to see what happens mm -hmm. to know what happens. It's very um, much in her perspective, right? Mm -hmm. Like the youngest one. So like she doesn't see it happen, so we don't see it happen. Like, I mean, of course they could have got her to see it as well, but they chose not to. Yeah, I think it would have really yeah. changed mm -hmm. the whole kind of impact of the film. Yeah, and the, the youngest sister, she's also the narrator um, of the film, which I thought was interesting. Yeah, mm. I guess it, maybe it's more from like a child quote child perspective and mm -hmm. that we don't see all those things and sometimes it's hard to like fully grasp the gravity of of some of what's mm -hmm. happening um but also in the end like she ends up being like she's the youngest sister but but the role that she takes on and like the responsibility she assumes mm -hmm. in getting her and her other sister out of the situation um is really like contrasted to the kind of like naivete that we're that we might be assuming that she has mm -hmm. early on. Yeah, and I mean, even in the start, like when they all go to the soccer game, she takes the leader, like leadership mm -hmm. role in that. Um, and I feel like she's the one that, you know, tries to like ask her uncle to go to see the game in the first place. Like she's like, there are like signs of her being slightly more, um, I don't know less passive maybe or yeah and maybe aware more aware of yeah i don't know yeah in that part where they're going to the soccer game i remember the older the oldest sister she's saying that she's not really interested in football or anything but that um she just wants to get out of the mm -hmm. house and she just wants to leave um for the youngest sister it's very articulated like why she wants to go and um the fact that the match is for women mm -hmm. which i didn't totally understand why it was only women were allowed to go to that match um yeah i thought it was something like something happened and then so they decided they had to ban men from the match oh i think maybe mm -hmm. men were fighting yeah. there was like some fight on yeah. the field in a previous game or something like that um but but it's yeah the the youngest sister is like aware of when that opportunity comes up mm -hmm. and sh and she's thinking like this is something we can go to because mm -hmm. there aren't any men there and that's that would be our, our family's reservations about it. Yeah, she's um, very, like, opportunistic. Like, mm -hmm. she sees the, like, moment and she takes it. Yeah, yeah. for sure. Um, yeah, I was reading a lot of um, stuff about the cast as well, mm -hmm. um, that only two of them had any acting training mm. um, and that the director, Denise Gamze Ergovin, she... The other ones, like one she saw in an airport, um, one was like another really kind of random interaction. But yeah, they're all very like largely unknown, mm -hmm. even if they did have acting experience. Um, it kind of made me think of Roma also, yeah. like casting people who don't have any experience but have to play out these very, very like heavy and intense um, storylines. Um, and then she, the director, she has a quote about in an interview about um, finding the actors, um, she said they had to be great listeners and I had to see both the scope of their imagination and the limits of it. I needed to know the capacity of their ability to dive into a scene and stay in it for a long time. Whoa. Which I feel like is like so difficult to ask from children, yeah. you know? And very specific. Like mm -hmm. that's such high standards. Like she, <laughs> like to make kids um, like prove themselves in that way is yeah. so intense. Yeah, I can't imagine like being like acting in that movie and having to I don't know. I guess we don't we don't see that much of them like, you know, breaking down and sobbing. Mm -hmm. There's not that much of that kind of really um it's very direct yeah. kind of grief or direct pain and things like that. It's very like held in, but we see that, I think. You know, I think that they really um, play that part well. Mm -hmm. That this is something that they just have to like take and hold in and 
they it can't is, yeah. like wail and and do much about it because they're in a situation where they're very trapped right yeah like they know that they're like the authority figures in their life are not going to um change on this like so mm-hmm. they have to accept the situation and like resist in a quieter way yeah yeah um the director also made a point about comparing um the casting for this film to casting for kids um mm-hmm. by larry clark um oh. which i haven't seen but i feel like i have heard so much about and that it was it was very controversial of how he used um I mean, they're teenagers, but a lot of them were minors, I'm mm-hmm. pretty sure, in the film to do a lot of kind of outrageous stuff, maybe. Yeah. Same for Gummo, right? But I know kids or Yeah, like Gummo too as well, yeah. actually. They are probably majority minors. Um mm-hmm. and they're doing just like this crazy stuff or I mean for adults it's like a nightmare, you know. Mm-hmm. They think that these kids are being taken advantage of, um, which I can't speak to in Larry Clark's case. Um she's the director is trying to say that uh she doesn't agree with how larry clark handled the whole uh okay handled his cast um and the young people in his cast but she the director specified for this film that they always had the um the girls consent and their parents Mm -hmm. consent for them to do this um because they're definitely like the film as a whole and i'm sure the cast and of course the director received a lot of heat for the film from turkey Right. That, okay. you know, I'm sure they felt like it was some unfair depiction or something like that. Mm-hmm. A lot, like a lot of people weren't happy about it, un- understandably. Yeah, understandably. <laughs> but at the same time, like they didn't get the actors themselves to do anything um, too unusual, right? Mm-hmm. Like it was all part of the story and like, like the emotional way and the plot was like very heavy. But what yeah, the individually, they're not doing did, anything. Yeah like Larry Clark's movies or Gummo. Um, Yeah, they're not kind of pushing boundaries on those those lines. It's more like the film as a whole is Mm -hmm. pushing Yeah, and like what it's representing and like how it would represent Mm -hmm. Turkey or, yeah. Yeah, definitely. Um, We're going to take a quick break, but we'll come back to talk more about Mustang and um, a little bit more about maybe like the political context and Mm -hmm. president of Turkey and... (laughs) Um, yeah, maybe more just about like the style and, and what a lot of comparisons that have been made between this film yeah. and another one. Um, <laughs> but we'll be right back.
Tune in to Too Dreamy, Fridays from 1 to 2 p.m. on CITR, featuring music from local female and non-binary musicians and some sweet bedroom pop tunes. This Friday, March 8th, is International Women's Day, and CITR is celebrating by curating eight hours of our favorite FemCon of the year. Tune in to hear exclusive interviews, stories, music, and playlists, all produced by Fems. are back with the real world on CATR 101.9 FM. Um, today is the International Women's Day, eight hours of FemCon um, on CATR. So welcome to the real world. Um, we've been talking about Mustang. Um, also, by the way, the first song that we played was part three um, from the artist Crumb on their album part three. And the second song is Carnival by Swim Team from the album Five. I don't know if it's V or Five, but I'm going to assume <laughs> Five because it's probably that. <laughs> um, and uh, yeah, we're back with myself, Alex, and... And Clara. And Augustine. <laughs> um, with Mustang. So I think we left off talking about the cast and... Um, kind of the implications and uh, difficulty maybe with having a really young cast um, 
and I guess the risks that you take maybe with what you portray with them. Um, I think we wanted to talk about, oh, maybe do some kind of comparison to mm-hmm. another film. Um, so a lot of the mm-hmm. stuff I read and, and just when you're watching it, if you've ever seen or read the book, The Virgin Suicides, there's definitely like some parallels. Mm-hmm. Um, so The Virgin Suicides is a story about um, five sisters it's in like 1970s in America. Um, it's it's really different in a lot of ways, um, but I think people are just drawing parallels between like having five, you know, young girls as the main characters um, and their kind of conservative parents, um, keeping them very trapped in their home because of their immodesty, mm-hmm. I guess. Um, but yeah, it, it was really interesting reading a lot of like the connections people made between them. Um, especially because they're they're really really different you know one is in 70s america which honestly is not that conservative of a society i mean in comparison to living in rural turkey where you're about to be married you know when you're younger than 16 um i don't know if those can be compared very (laughs) well um but i was thinking a lot about like the style kind of comparisons and having um these very soft uh not not a montage but just these kind of long um takes of all these sisters together Mm -hmm. just sitting in the sun um oftentimes doing nothing or just playing or playing these imaginary games a lot in mustang i saw um, yeah like just like very like small moments of like mundanity and mm -hmm. like yeah yeah, so I was thinking a lot about, like, why um, in Mustang, the director, Denise Gomse Ergovin, decides to depict all of that, and also in comparison to Sofia uh, Coppola's Virgin Suicides, how those kinds of moments of sisterhood and, um, yeah, I guess just shots of sisters being together mm-hmm. and their interactions, how those both um, contribute to, to either film. Like in what ways do they do they support the story or I don't know do they make it about about these girls rebelling against the powers that are withholding them or mm. more about you know the strength of of their own bond with each other? I feel like maybe it wasn't that much about the strength of their bond mm-hmm. because like. Or maybe it is. It's just like <laughs> that's like the given, you know, like it's so like present and consistent throughout the entire film um, that it almost doesn't seem like it's not like a part of the plot where like that has an arc or anything mm-hmm. like that's something that's just like the basis of the of the film and all of the relationships in the film is mm. that these sisters are like our sisters. Um, but I don't know. I I I also thought that no I, that it was linked because um there's this thing where uh, <clears throat> the fact that they're like married one by mm-hmm. one that's that true there's this line where um the youngest said this is the last moment we yeah. are all five together yeah. like the 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 power at B like separates them that's so true yeah, yeah like nothing changes until like one of them leaves I guess or like I guess what I was trying to get at is that the, you don't really see uh, the relationships get affected before, mm. like, by the, like, coming of the, like, like, the impending leaving or, like, afterwards between them. Like, it's sort of, like, they're there and then they're gone. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's kind of the feeling that I got from it. Um, but I don't know. Do they come back in the film, like, after? They come they all come back after the third okay. sister the commits suicide. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, but then, I mean, in that in that scene, they are, again, all, you know, tangled up and embracing, but mm. it's such a different... Yeah. Um, I don't know. It's just, it's just so different. There's not... That lightness isn't there. Yeah. They're not, like, sitting in the sun. Right. They're in this, like, in the bedroom with all the blinds closed. It's mm-hmm. very dark, yeah, and it's more like... Crying. Yeah. They're very much like clutching each other. 
um, rather than the more not not casualness of it before but I feel like before maybe they didn't actually realize that they were going to be separated until it happened uh, um, like yeah. things weren't real until the mm-hmm. first one left and then the next and the next and and then and, and the scene actually ends when like someone comes and says oh your husband is waiting for you and mm-hmm. yours too and so they right. leave yeah so the we're very reminded about what is keeping them apart yeah. and, and what took them in the first place um the the two sisters being married too is a really interesting contrast in that the first one um this is a she married a guy that she was already interested in and yeah. they already have some history mm-hmm. um so her her wedding scene is like very happy and she's yeah hugging him and dancing um and mm-hmm. th- then we see the second sister who is being married to someone that she doesn't know who he is he's like obviously much older mm-hmm. um yeah. and at the wedding she's you know drinking everyone's leftover drinks and visibly distressed yeah um and she's like um expressed a lot of like anxiety about like the first night with him mm-hmm. and stuff mm-hmm. and like her like the man's family was not very like friendly or like personable towards her in any way like I thought it was interesting that we got to see both of the proposals as well. Yeah. Um and like there were like some like small differences in like how the father like asked for the hand in marriage like like with the um the one that wasn't like that they didn't know beforehand it was like they followed the script exactly. And then the second one um you know he was like a little more like they threw in extra words in there and like they were just a little more like like they knew each other and they had like a like a friendliness yeah it was interesting because um there's three proposals right there's the first one with the first guy that and the first sister but she doesn't want to marry him because she has that history so her uh grandmother's like okay but you have to marry Mm. him and then it switches right she has to marry the person that she already yeah. loves, not the person she's right, being true. pursued by. And the person she's being pursued by then asked asks the mm-hmm. yeah, the se- second oldest sister. Uh, yeah, actually, you're right. I forgot about that completely. Yeah, so they kind of get swapped out. Yes. Yeah, and they're not very happy actually. No. Like the they were kind of resisting. Like, oh, are you sure you want to like confirm now? Like, we're gonna do this now. Yeah. And yeah. then the grandma of the girls is the one that like pushes everyone into it mm-hmm. um yeah the all of the the grandma and the kind of like i don't know if they're aunt figures to the girls but just the other female figures that are around the home like teaching them stuff mm-hmm. or um spending time with them i thought it was so i don't know that they're, they're very interesting yeah because they're equal they're protective of the girls but also willing to subject them to all of this stuff mm-hmm. um like we see when the girls go to the football match they're not supposed to have le- left the house so they snuck out and went to this game and their faces were broadcast on tv during the match in the crowd and mm-hmm. one of the i don't know if she's family but one of the women who is Her taking aunt, care of them yeah. yeah um like breaks the tv the connection and like is throwing rocks at the the cable box or whatever yeah. outside so that the men who are about to watch the game on TV they can't see that the girls are there like she kills the electricity of the whole village yeah. to save the girls from like being found out mhm so it's i think i i think that was the same aunt who was showing the youngest girl how to make the chewing gum oh okay which I feel like is not a useful skill. Like it was just a fun thing that right. they did, the two of them. And like mm-hmm. the youngest sister was really happy doing that and yeah. stuff. Um, so there's kind of, I guess, those glimmers of of people in their life that maybe do care. and But they're so, you know, so like drowned out by yeah. her uncle yeah. and her, her grandma. And I, I also feel like, yeah, her grandma grandma's not inherently bad. Like if anything, you feel really bad for her 
because also when the girls first get in trouble and they're starting to consider like oh we need to marry them off that's that's all the uncle's doing mostly it's his main concern that he has a bad reputation because of them and Mm -hmm. that their behavior is so bad that they won't get married which is the only thing of value to him um and we see the grandma kind of protest i think she thinks that they're young Mm -hmm. and that um they should they should be allowed to still be growing up and be girls um but as the story goes on, like we see her kind of turn all the way to the uncle's thinking. Um, I don't think it's what she wants, but but she talks about, oh, I when I was married, I was married to a man I didn't know, and mm-hmm. I learned to love him. Yeah. So she's trying to, I don't know, it's the only thing she knows, right? She doesn't know any other lifestyle yeah. where the girls could have more freedom and could could choose when they want this to happen. Right. and. Like, as soon as the process starts, she, like, accepts it because, like, once it starts, like, this is just, like, that's what she knows. Like, she's preparing them mm-hmm. for the life that she lived, basically, and, like, yeah. the rest of the women. She can't, like, yeah. be some kind of revolutionary for them or really drastically change the course of things. Mm-hmm. Um, she's mm-hmm. very, like, resigned to it. She she is the first one to, like, sanction them after, like, the swimming episode. Like she beats them mm-hmm. in, like one by one yeah she's also like just as conservative i feel like mm-hmm. i just think that she but had a moment of like sympathy for like like she said yeah right. sympathizes for like the harshness and what is expected of yeah women, but in a different way like not in a resisting way yeah. but in a way like let's carry that burden yeah like this is what must be done and like yeah yeah, I yeah. Really, yeah. and there's yeah when she they they the girls first get in trouble because of the whole beach thing. Um, the uncle and the grandma take them to the doctor. Um, I think only the three oldest have to get examined, but they check that they're still virgins because apparently that's <laughs> something you can check uh-huh. medically. <laughs> um, well, but checking the hymen. Yeah. yeah but I mean, that is like, not a, yeah, like that's a not thing, a, an indicator in mm. any way. Um, and then also when the, one of the oldest sisters gets married and they show like after the first night the parents of the groom come to like check that that she's bled on the sheets Mm -hmm. and they're like you have to show us the sheet yeah and when she didn't bleed they make her go to the doctor and go through this examination um yeah i don't know that's like i guess because we we see the girls as such like i don't want to say like contemporary people but like they're just they're just girls you know like they have no well it is contemporary like it's i mean yeah i'm I'm trying to be like sensitive to the context of like culture yeah yeah like relative to us and also that they don't they don't live in istanbul right that's like Mm -hmm. the point of why the youngest girls are trying to leave is that they live in this place where that is like maybe the norm and accepted or that istanbul is like less conservative and like there's a little more freedom in Istanbul. Like, that's kind of the thing. Like, yeah. Because she mentions at one point, like, oh, like, go to Istanbul like everyone else does. Like, mm. that's... Yeah. yeah. I mean, I guess just from, like, where I'm speaking and, and from how I've grown up, you know, it's very, like, jarring and shocking to see these girls mm. who, like, I don't know, in so many ways very much remind me of, like, myself as mm-hmm. a girl or my friends. Like, mm-hmm. that same kind of carefreeness and how they interact with each other yeah. is so, like, universal and just very similar to like what so much of us have experienced yeah but then to see that contrasted to like them going to these medical visits and being subjected to all this scrutiny mm-hmm. about um their chastity and just these things that like no one has yeah has any business to know for for us speaking uh-huh. from like where we where we right. live and um i don't know the fact that we're not we don't have to deal with this those types of things but yeah, it just like it feels so, you know, archaic and I don't know. It's just very difficult for me to wrap my head around the fact that that people are are still subjected to that. Mm. Um and the director talks a lot about, you know, the current president of Turkey um and I, I guess the the kind of like comments he's made about women um about reducing like women's rights um i think he has a lot of stuff i don't know he made some some moves on like um making legislature to uh limit access to birth control and 
even like having a c-section like those types of things um, making them more inaccessible to people so i like the direct the director is very just like um direct (laughs) for lack of a better (laughs) word like with her her like hatred of of his politics and just the complete atmosphere of like the country that that she's grown up in um and she has an interesting position too because she moved to paris at a really young age and then returned to turkey later on or was alternating a lot between paris and turkey which I mean, must have been like totally different environments to grow up in Mm -hmm. and to be experiencing both of those simultaneously at the same age that the girls in her film are Um, and how that how that might have manifested, you know, what she makes in that she's kind of experienced both sides. Yeah. I don't know. I thought it was cool. (laughs) And even like in her the film school that she and the co-writer are from, I think they were the only two women in her class oh, okay. wow. in that in the either in like the graduating class or in the, the screenwriting class that they were in where they where they wrote together or met each other and then wrote together later um yeah i don't know the director is very interesting and i don't know we saw another the second film that she made that has like Haley berry and daniel craig oh. but it was like a flop Oh really? Yeah, you really criticized. I didn't watch it. I oh, just okay. like uh, was reading about it. I think it's Kings. Yes, it, right. It's set in like the nineties or something. Oh, yeah, set during the nineteen ninety two Los Angeles riots. I'm reading off like, mm-hmm. Wikipedia. Um, oh yes, yes, the Los Angeles riots. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I feel like she's also oh, showing a lot more. Movie. Have you seen it? I haven't, but I've like it has crossed my path before <laughs> in some way <laughs> we've met <laughs> yeah in, in what way um i don't exactly remember i might have been like me looking up halle berry or something and i just remember like watching the trailer and like seeing it recommended but uh, i think maybe it was like on lists of films about women or something like that um oh. but they put a lot of a lot of the movies on those type of lists are like very poorly critically reviewed Mm -hmm. yeah Um, oh that's interesting yeah because i don't know but mustang was a big hit like yeah yeah got a ton of awards but yeah kings i didn't really hear anything Mm -hmm. about um and when i was reading about her talking about that movie she said that she wanted to like move away from doing films about turkey and that like it was really really difficult for her to um face the kind of attacks that she did for what she made um, from people in turkey like she got a lot of bad reception so she was looking to make something more mainstream maybe like less yeah or just yeah very distant i mean i think i don't know know what kings is about exactly but if you're gonna make it during the la riots i feel like it's definitely have some yeah political (laughs) maybe something that's impact but something yeah not maybe as close to home for her Mm -hmm. yeah and yeah something that's more popular to talk about or yeah more palatable for people i guess um but I, i hope she would make more movies too about you know her experiences or like her friends experiences yeah. in childhood um in turkey has i feel she, like yeah has she made any other um features so far i don't think mustang so. was her first and that was yeah i didn't see these might be read anything yeah. past yeah. kings um yeah we'll take another quick break and we will be back to talk more about Mustang. Um, But coming up next will be um, Dreams by Solange from her new album, When I Get Home, and uh, One More by Yeji. And we'll be right back.
Vancouver International Women in Film Festival is back for its 14th celebration of cinema created by women from around the world. Running from March 5th to 10th at Viv Ben City Theatres, the festival offers a variety of programming for filmmakers and the community alike. Go for the film screenings and stay for the parties, panels, discussions, workshops, artist talks, and more. Tickets are on sale now. Visit womeninfilm.ca for full details. Concerts present Cherry Glazer on tour to support their upcoming new release, Stuffed and Ready. See them live Friday, March 8th at the Rickshaw Theatre with special guests Pale Hound. Tickets are available online and at Red Cat Main Street, Red Cat Hastings, and Zulu Records. Welcome back to The Real World on CATR 101.9 FM. Um, yeah, we're talking about Mustang um, by the director, Denise Gamze <laughs> Erguven. Uh, it's a Turkish slash French film is what it's categorized mm-hmm. as. Um, 
Yeah. Uh, we were just talking about, you know, sisterhood and uh, relationships between all of the sisters in the film. Um, Clara, anything you <laughs> want to add to anything? Well, I guess one thing I was sort of thinking about was I was wondering how it would be different if um, the youngest sister was more feminine, like traditionally feminine and like less, I guess, because you kind of like started me thinking about that because mm-hmm. um, you mentioned how she didn't have any like romantic or like sexual interest in boys. Um, and part of that might be just yeah. because of her youth, but um, like, you know, like she's the only one that like is actually into soccer that we kind of see like mm-hmm. the rest of them are just along for the ride and like I wonder mm. like if that sort of like like coding of like tomboyishness to her that like associating that with rebellion yeah. or with like yeah. right. having any power mm-hmm. like I wonder if it's like feasible or like how what it would have looked like if she was more feminine and more mm-hmm. um like had more similar interests to the rest of her sisters and still um yeah rebelled but at the same time it's like if you already have slightly different interests maybe you're already like starting to see things differently from them as you like see yourself as separate but right yeah, and, yeah. and she really <coughs> defends the like her sisters like oh, she yeah, wants her them to like she understands that they want yeah. to have size she no, understands no, that she, she never wants to be boys she doesn't want them to be in wedlock. Right. You right. know, stuff like that. So, yeah. Yeah, I guess maybe regardless of what kind of, uh, like, personality interests mm-hmm. they might have made her have, mm-hmm. maybe it's just, like, the position of being the youngest. Yeah, that and, too. Yeah, witnessing all of this stuff happen um, and knowing that it's, like, coming for you. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And that... I don't know yeah. like that it's going to happen for right. you as well. Um, I just feel like the, f- the oldest sisters are just kind of caught by surprise, yeah, right? They weren't yeah. they were just thrown into it. They wouldn't have time to learn how to drive a car and make all of these kind of yeah. plans that the yeah. youngest sister had the, the liberty yeah. to do because the youngest, she was the last. They're looking at her less as well. Like they're not, they're not expecting it from her. Yeah. Yeah. She's not scrutinized as the others. Right. Um, yeah. Yeah, and I don't know. I I was thinking of the scene too with the youngest one. She steals the oldest sister's bra and she's mm-hmm. running around. <laughs> yeah. Um. I don't know how how that like builds her character as well. That's true. Like she has like a a moment of like wanting to be like them in a way, but. Mm-hmm. Or yeah, yeah, I don't know if it's just she's wanting to be like them or she's like making, making fun, fun of it. Right. Mm-hmm. I I interpret it as her like wanting to be like them because she does it like right after she sees um the oldest like sneak out for the night with her um yeah. with her boy, um, and then she sort of does this like on her own, mm-hmm. not like she doesn't try to like parade it in front of her sisters, but she gets caught. Yeah, so it's more like yeah, that's why I kind of went in the direction of like it being mm. hurt for herself yeah, yeah. or at the very least she's very curious about yeah um like these interactions that her sisters are having and the the growing up that they have done and she has yet to do yeah because yeah. like they tease her a lot about like not having boobs yet and stuff like mm-hmm. that kind of thing yeah yeah they're all of their banter is so <laughs> like so real yeah. yeah i mean i don't have, feel like i don't have any sisters it's hard for me to understand <laughs> but i can imagine that yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that it'd be like that. Um Yeah. So that's Mustang. Um Mustang. I think it was it was a good movie overall. Yeah, thanks for and suggesting. Yeah. You should watch the end of it. The ending is really good. I when will. they're actually like going to Istanbul and yeah. I don't know, it's really beautiful mm-hmm. and she she meets her teacher there, who we see leaving at the beginning. Right. Um I don't know, and the, I just feel like when I watched it, the teacher like really understands what they just went through, yeah. and and like in one shot, yeah, without anyone saying anything, uh-huh. even to just the way that she grabs the younger sister and wow. is just like in disbelief that they're there. I mean, I'm assuming that the teacher left for similar reasons. <laughs> you know? Right. Yeah. I'm sure nobody exactly really wanted to stay there. Um, but yeah, it was really really powerful at the end, and yeah, I don't know. 
it was really good i feel like i don't really feel emotionally affected by too many films mm. but this was a good one and great to watch for international women's day yeah yay um yeah so that about ends our segment today so we'll be yeah. back next week um but enjoy the rest of today's international women's day programming um if you have any stuff happening in your community i know there's a lot of things happening at ubc um i forgot what's happening today but you can look it up (laughs) and also don't forget if you are looking for something to do tonight is a um, fun drive finale at redgate art society with performances by y choir milk bb and the dame djs um there's gonna be a silent auction